Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, Dusty Dvorak joins us, as well as John Holcomb, who will be on the call tomorrow for the final Big 12 edition of Bedlam Hoops, or at least final Big 12 regular season version of Bedlam Hoops. Who knows what could potentially happen in the Big 12 tournament. I'm Colby Daniels, along with Jeremy Poplin, Deanna Mate hanging out, and Scott File on the other side of the glass in the Tulsa Oilers hockey studio. So a lot of conversations about college football and the future, and I want to I hit the court situation in a moment, but with the expanded playoff coming and all of the conversations this week about what the future looks like after this two-year 12-team playoff, what on earth is a 14-team playoff, and how do you format that? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how you format that at all. Did you find it interesting that that's the first number that came out? And I'm trying to think of who. That was Thamel that reported that first, correct? That's right. Okay, so Thamel had 14. And then two hours after that report came out, like the rest of the heavyweights, which include Ross Dellinger and a, and a few others, said, yeah, 14 was just one of the scenarios they talked about. But they, they talked about... 16 as well. So I think we all got super focused on 14, and maybe they t- actually talked about that one more, but they did at least bring up 16. But damn, can we can we play the 12? Like, I, I, I know. I get it. I get it. We're in a time now where it is just gimme, 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 gimme. And from a financial perspective, maybe that's the best path forward for college football because they just want all the monies. Like, give me all the monies. Give me all the monies now. You sound like a toddler. Give me the monies. And maybe that's how they view it, but from a logistical standpoint, shouldn't you see how this goes with dipping your toe in first before you just rush? And is two years long enough to determine whether or not that this is the best way forward? I don't think that it is. But it just doesn't seem like they're thinking about how things work. Of course they don't. Of course they don't. I mean, regardless of whether you're ready to make a decision, you have to at least have the conversations about what the future might look like, right? And and hash those things out so that you've at least had those conversations and you know what the thought process is in different scenarios. Oh, I, I, yes. It's forward thinking, which is something that college football has in in a previous world hasn't done before. But now, but the part that I think is incredibly dangerous is that you want to think about it fine and have these conversations. But college football has become much more reactionary to where we're just like, all right, this is what we're doing now. And NIL is the perfect example of that without having any sort of of true understanding of what type of impact that this was going to trial make. by air. Yeah, trial by air. And it's just. I don't know if it's logically going to make sense, but I, I don't know if I like this recipe because there is no way to to see if something's going to work unless you try it out. But sometimes we get into these debates and we get into these arguments about people talking about these, and it just turns into we need content to talk about on these shows and all these outlets, and then – People actually logically think it's going to work, and then they say, hey, let's try it out. Like, no, you got to take this out of 
what people are saying on these on these shows and on and on these outlets and actually think is this good for the player like where are all these games going to be like how are you going to play force 18 19 20 21 year old kids to play all these games essentially you know turning it into an NFL schedule when you, their bodies aren't milked, meant to be taking this kind of pounding yet like what 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 are we doing I, I can promise you nobody's having that conversation. Yeah, there's there's not at all. <laughs> there's not. Yeah, think about that. Like it's they just want to make money. They yeah, they want to make not, money. They don't they, they don't care about your health. They don't care about any That's of that right. other stuff. They're like oh, they don't care you know about what? Student we'll, athletes and, unless it benefits them. We'll we'll find a way, and you know we'll give you this crappy insurance policy or whatever, right? And then that would be able to go back and be like, well, we did this for you, but at the end of the day, all it is about is about finding another revenue stream for them that will one thousand percent contradict everything that they've ever said before about what truly matters about the sport itself when we know what matters most and that is the dollar yeah i I just that's the whole reason i was against the playoff system to begin with you're gonna have to win four more games four more games pop you're already automatically playing what think about going through the sec now you go through the sec okay and now you add that many more games to it. Like who's going to be left? Who's going to be healthy at the end enough to to have a quality level of football? It's it's, it's absolutely ridiculous because at the end of the year we always talk about the best team makes it to. It's, no, it's the, the the one that is the healthiest and who has had the best luck throughout the season as far as injuries goes. And now we're trying that's to add the, in four more teams. That's why the SEC scheduling games. FCS schools in November is the smartest <laughs> scheduling in the country. I, there's a part of me that thinks that the preliminary talk of 14 and 16 is the Big Ten and the SEC probing in a true negotiating tactic that you'll have because we were talking about this with Dusty the other day. And when I said, you know, the SEC and the Big Ten look at this and they say, we don't need you, but you need us. And they can throw things out there now like a 14 or 16 game with also playing the negotiation tactic of, well, you know, we could just say, go to 14 or 16 and then we want this many automatic qualifiers and then everyone else in college football will be like, well, we don't want you to have that many, so what if we just give you more money? Like, you're willing to, you know how negotiations yeah. work? Like, to me, I think the early stages of the 14 conversation are this just them trying to get a bigger financial piece of the pie in the second version of the college football playoff than saying truly going to 14 or 16. That's just my opinion. So from from Pete Thamel and Heather Denich, according to sources, the most dominant discussion of the new model revolved around a 14-team playoff. The bump from 12 to 14 teams as opposed to 16 would mostly address the issue of access yeah. rather than finances. I don't, I don't That's think what they're that saying anybody's right now, caught up though. on the money side of it, right? That's like, what they're... I, I think it's... It's the, the SEC and the Big Ten wanting a guaranteed number of spots that ensures... They make up yeah. the majority of the field, and it's everybody else, I think, wanting, you know, like to feel like it's a, a somewhat of a fair. 
No, I know what you're saying on that, but shake at it. In a, in a true negotiation tactic, though, you you bring that up. Yep, bring that up. And here's the other thing that people don't know, and maybe I'm off on this, but I think I'm correct on this. The only reason you have to have everyone sign off on it now and it has to be unanimous is because this is the old contract for the 2026. Right. You don't have to have everyone sign off on it. So that's right. Like you don't have to have the Sun Belt's permission. You don't have to have the the Americans' permission, like at all. It's like majority rules. So you throw that out there and be like, "All right, we'd like 14. You know, more access. Yeah, more access for you." But you throw that out there to see them automatically and what their response is to it, and be like, "All right, well, you know, we can kind of do this whether you like it or not." We'd like for you to be involved in this, but we don't have to have you the way that you need us. And then everyone else may be like, all right, well, what if we just give you more money instead of giving you automatic access with more members to your conferences? I, I'm just throwing just examples out there yeah. of things that could yeah. be potentially happening. But does it? Well, there, there were already reports that in the, in, the, in the 12-team model that might continue in 2026 that – it was going to be something along the lines of the SEC getting four automatic qualifiers, the Big Ten getting four automatic qualifiers, and then essentially you would have the Big 12 champ getting a bid, the ACC champ getting a bid, and then a group of five champ getting a bid, and then you would have one more at-large opportunity for somebody from the Big 12, the ACC, or group of five, right? So basically everyone else was getting like a third of the pie, and... When when people start putting the puzzle pieces together on social media, I've seen where basically they're saying, we still want the four automatic qualifiers for the SEC and the Big Ten, but we can make it 14 teams, and that gives you an extra couple of at-large bids to play with. Why do they automatically – I. I... Does the math? Why would they not though? Like, does, does the math equal up for that to the? I, I, Dion, I'm, I'm not sure how many teams are in this conference that they deserve four automatic. What's the point of having fu money when you never spend the fu money? You know what I mean? Right. What's the point of gaining all that power without ever flexing on fools that you have the power? Like you How do have, you keep the power? You, 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 you flex, right? Yes, and you wield it. You take that giant Conan the Barbarian sword, and you start lopping some heads off. Not one program should have all this power. It's not one, it's two. It's not one, it's two. That's, that's why yeah. Wednesday was such a fascinating day in the college football world. Just you, hey, you build this army, you put all this artillery together for a reason, right? Isn't that what has happened through the course of history? You build it for a reason. Because at some point, it's time to go to war. You gotta swing that. I just don't even know how logistically a 14 team playoff works. Well, maybe in terms of how many buys like is that two first round buys and then you have Yeah. The champion of the SEC and the Big Ten get a buy. Right. Everyone else? And then you have six games. Mm -hmm. To give you six winners, and then you bring the bye teams in the in week number two of the playoffs, and then that puts you at eight to get down to four, and then two. I mean, we essentially like I, I we already have. I'm trying this, to figure out how that would work. We already have this model. I mean, Steve Braun just texted in. The NFL is a 14 team playoff. 
Yeah, like, which is why just, you give a, a bye to the Big Ten and SEC championship winner. Right. What makes them get, deserve to get it? Again, did you just miss what I just brought up? No. Besides the fact that this is supposed to be a What's situation. What's the point of having FU money if you never spend it on something? This is supposed to be about nothing. See, this is, this is where I draw the line. This is where I draw. This is supposed to be a situation where money only buys you those players out there to get you no, to no, those types. No. If you're not, if you're just, you just, if you been? don't reside in these conferences to let them be like, no. You should be the two best teams get the buys. One and two get the buys. Not the not the conference that you're in. Dion, One let's and be two. real. Let's Listen, be, let's be real. What you're saying is true. That should happen. But we don't live in a world where no. everything is fair. Right? And like, couldn't that's just you not also the, reality. the majority of the time kind of make the argument that maybe those winners of those conferences 80, 85% of the time might be the two best teams anyway. All right, then let them go get it. Let them go work for it. Let them go earn it. Like, if you if you rightfully live in the Big they Ten and did say— They regular season and conference no, championship no, 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 game. No, 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 no. Rankings, one and two. If you're one and two, you get the bye. All right, bet. I'm cool. I'm happy with it. But just to, to automatically say— Winner of Big Ten and I love this Pollyanna world that you live in, in college athletics. I think the a- athletics was supposed to be— Yes. Where you supposed to be? I mean, supposed to be. God, Jackie Robinson came out there. He didn't have all the money to, you know. But no, he <laughs> earned the right to be on that field, and so therefore he was on that field. If it was just due to the fact that the richest guy had bought all the bats and bought all the baseballs and said, "Hey, you yeah. go practice," half the championships in this sport have been arbitrary. If you have the talent and you win. You should deserve the best outcome at the end of the day. And who's who determines the best two teams? Those rich guys, don't they? Yeah, I mean, even if you go that route, like... Those rich guys, they determine it, huh? It's still probably oh, going to, to two conferences. Money makes the world not. go I mean, round. Yeah. It makes money, it makes sense. I mean, what you're saying is how it should be, but... It's college football's never been Somebody, anything remotely close to how things should be. Fourteen. And the other thing is, what they do is they dangle inclusion for everyone else in college yes. football as the it's, deciding factor, right? Like, it's right hey, back. you know, we could we could go separate from you guys, you lower level peasants. And we we could separate and go yeah. play our own we you know, AFC to. NFC type scenario. But we want to play football with you. We want to yes. keep college football together. So because we're willing to grant you this access, I mean, we deserve a special pat on the back and automatic qualifiers and more automatic bids than everyone else. And they spend... That's the way they, they, they throw this out. And they spend millions of dollars on that message. Oh, no, no, no. You got it twisted. We're not the bad guy. Who do you think let Liberty in? It was us. It was us. Because if it wasn't for us, you'd have to go start a whole division or not ever worry about even getting this opportunity. We uh, know we think. know that you just got run out of the stadium in Arizona, but you had a chance, didn't you? And you know who gave you that chance? 
We did. Yeah, don't forget that part of it. Don't, we did. I, I, I don't think Liberty is the school that we want to use they in this just, example. But they just went, though. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. But that program and what they kind of No, I, I understand that. But all right, let me use a different one then. What if it's yeah. Tulane again? There you go. Okay, what if what if it's Tulane? Yeah, they beat USC, guys. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, Cotton Bowl. Don't forget that. And, and if they are the best team in the country, by gosh, they deserve might, the right to have a bye. Might I introduce you to Lincoln Riley, Dion? <laughs> Leave Lincoln alone. Yeah, it's but but Colby's right, one hundred percent right. We're back again to what drove me nuts about the system that we are just coming out of, which was until Cincinnati got a shot, right? Until Cincinnati got a shot. How many times have you heard me say? Until then, it was. Welcome to the Peach Bowl. We're happy Which to have you. Which took a one in a million circumstance, right? It like, did. But welcome to the Peach Bowl. We're happy to have you. Here's your check. Now go away. <laughs> that's that's what it, it was that way forever. And we're we're back to that same sentiment, which is you should be happy we let you in. I just feel like the whole which is why the perfect scenario. Everyone should and, and enough money to go around for everyone. Like Tulsa should be playing for a national championship with teams of similar ilk, right? They just should. They should. It should be a Tulsa. I'm not going to use Middle Tennessee State as an example, but I mean a, a scenario where it's Tulsa, New Mexico for a national championship in the, in in their division of football. Like, okay, yes, yes. Twelve teams, and and the model where we have these these five automatic qualifiers, right, as conference champs. And conference champs are the only ones that can get buys. Like, it, it seems like such a good format that checks so many boxes. And we might get it for two years, and then we go back to a completely lopsided scenario. A very college football of them. Very, very college football. And you know where we'll be? In stadiums and on the couch. <laughs> right, right there on the edge of our seats. Watching all of it. Consuming every complaining droplet that we can get. The, ah! game's, the game's rigged, guys. Game's rigged. I want Ohio State, Georgia. <laughs> right Show me the blue bloods. Oh, gosh. So what do you make of the judge granting the preliminary injunction for oh. Tennessee? Oh, the, it, just another. I, Dion made a joke earlier about it. the NCAA must hire trash lawyers. I'm like, no, they don't. Suck. They don't. They hire really good lawyers, but because of billable hours, my perspective is is like, listen, I don't really have a pathway to win this, but if I'm going to charge you for all this work I'm putting into it, it's not like I have to retire like a boxer where I'm undisputed. Like I can take a few L's every now and then. You want to hire me to to go and work for a case that just can't win? Like okay, give it the old college try. They have really good lawyers. There's just they they have no path forward to win the majority of these. And now this is just a scenario where basically what the ruling means today is that in the state of Tennessee and Virginia, there are no rules that the collectives can go directly to the high school player. They can reach out to them. <laughs> if you think Tennessee and Virginia are the only ones that are next, I wouldn't be shocked if there's not uh, about 20 more lawsuits filed from other states and these collectives in a heartbeat. I was wondering how that Florida commit bought his mama house. <laughs> 
Man. Getting money in high school. What do you what who would have thought? Yeah, there's there's just no rules in those states right and now. And that just opened the floodgates. It's and I think we had it we had an idea that this was going to happen. Like we we knew that what that ultimately was going to be. I mean, you brought it on yourselves though, man. Yeah, there are no, there's zero restrictions whatsoever in regard to this right now. So athletes and collectives are free to negotiate deals as they please. Don't need nobody, at least in those two states right now. How many college football programs like that? Uh, not as many as you think. <laughs> That's why some of the some of the universities yeah. are like, damn, did you see what our collective did today? Did you see the loss? <laughs> they just filed. Like ten- Tennessee is one because of how active they've been in NIL, but I I think there's some programs which goes back to the gap between the haves and have-nots, even in the Power Five conferences. I'm like, oh, we ain't got the money for this, man. Because I, I don't think that most programs want the NCAA telling them what they can and can't do, but I also don't think that they want to lose any power in terms of being in control of where the money goes and who makes the decision on that and, you know, like... If we know anything about college athletics, it's that it's power hungry. Well, this everywhere. Is, this is another one that's power hungry, and I'm, I mean, wait, wait again until the next the next lawsuit, which is suing for your right to have unlimited eligibility. You can't tell me when to leave, because <laughs> that one's probably coming down the road at some point. To play devil's advocate to this. Can Dion like show up to Stillwater and say, I identify as a true freshman, so <laughs> Dion can. Dion's Give knees me my can. jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Dion's knees cannot. <laughs> but uh, no, p- to play devil's advocate to this, does this make recruiting a little easier for the coaches in the standpoint where you know, these boosters and these collectives, you know, reaching out. How do they know who to target, who to, who to, who to bring on to squad? They're going to oh, talk to the know. coaching staff. They're going to see who the top guys are, and therefore— No, they're not going to talk to the coaching staff. I mean, they're— They're going to talk to someone that knows the coaching staff. Somebody's going to put it out there that we want little Johnny over there in Virginia. Okay, bet. That's There's who we a guy. Get, you know, yes, of course. So can, There's can the scenario as far as, you know, college coaching, which is one of the roughest parts of the job is being out on the road, constantly recruiting these kids constantly from when they're, you know, juniors to sophomores on to signing day. Can this process make it a little easier for those coaches? Just looking at the the bright side of all this. Dion. Huh? Have you ever heard the phrase "mo money, mo problems"? Uh, that should be the answer to your question right there. No, this does not make anything easier. Notorious. <laughs> I, I mean, you, I was just—you should watch Damon and Sean Wayans' "Mo Money, Mo Problems." You'll find out. Uh, I was just thinking. I mean, I had a thought. <laughs> no. Not to me, anyway. All right, we've got to take a timeout. That is Jeremy Poplin, Andy Onamade, and Scott File on the other side of the glass. 
the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. I'm Colby Daniels. Pop takes the reins next on the Blitz.